Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Are you ready to explore the great queer after? Don't be scared. It's only 40 minutes long, and I'm sure your neck will feel renewed by the end of it. This week, 15 of the season 15 dolls pair up to create skits about heaven, because that's what drag queens do every weekend at their brunch gigs. Skits in groups. We're in heaven. After some half-baked ideas, wild fashion choices, and green screen direction from Michelle Visage, we get a runway, too. Baked potato couture! Don't blink, it's time to take a trip to Metallica. Just a short ride from Chromatica. We've got some incredible looks on the runway, followed by Quickie Deliberations and Another Queen Gone. Oop, I blink, where'd she go? All new coverage of season 15 of Drag Race happening now, only on Squirrel Friends. Oh, wait. You mean Race Chaser. Oh, yes, yes, yes. (sighs) Let's go. Not the toilet. M. Oh. Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. Oh, oh, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Yes, it is. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. You know what? We are the top 15. And no one will, no one is ever going to take that from us. You know what I mean? We're winners just for being here. This, it, you know, if I went home, I, it wouldn't even be that big of a deal. Because actually, before uh, this, uh, I was thinking uh, on taking on a work-study program. <laughs> yeah, previously on RuPaul's Drag Race. Tell us all about it, stud. Well, there were like 24 girls, I think, and then... They let 16 of them do the runway for a one-night-only talent show, Double Parter. And some of the girls showed us uh, they should have no parts. Um, but Anitra won the challenge after walking her fucking duck. Amethyst and Irene Dubois found themselves in the bottom. And Miss Lucy LaDuca skated to safety because, according to Ariana, her vocal wasn't perfect. Oh, wow. Amethyst won the Seven Rings lip sync, and Irene hit it. Toots. Yes. Uh, Which brings us to all queens go to heave. <laughs> That's me. That's me right now. Even from her butt. <laughs> the oh butt my heaves. God. <laughs> it's I... the butt heaves. <laughs> uh, we get a lipstick message um, that says, I left a poop in one of your stations, but whomst? Alien symbol, Irene. Behoomst. Um, she is the, she is the alien diva, Irene, and now she is gone. Um, Lux thinks the poop might be in her 40 inch, 40 centimeter wig. I'm sorry. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. Not that direction. You always want to poop within the direction that the tracks flow to never poop up on a wig. We are not using metric. 
system. Oh, pod. okay. That is a step too far. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Have you ever seen dick measurements in centimeters? No, I haven't. And hair, hair. It's very rare, but I've seen it. And what do they say? In in in, in, in hooker ads, I have <laughs> on Sleepy Boy for sure. But hair weave Sleepy around Boy. Sleepy Boy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to. And they sleeping. I'll tell you that. Um, oh. Let me say that hair measurements around the world and dick measurements around the world are pretty much in inches. Oh, it's the, the more two, you know. It's the two most important measurements in the world, <laughs> according to me and my tape measure. <laughs> um, do you think the wig is forty inches after ruminating it on a week? Of course it is. Well, the girls are couch <laughs> chatting, <laughs> and um, Miss take it to the couch. Take it to the couch. Miss Spice is prompting Robin to share further intel about her time uh, canoodling with Amethyst. We will. Uh, we'll talk about that when the time comes. When the time our, our comes, time episode will come. five or six, I think. Our, our, our time will come to discuss uh-huh. that. Mish, uh, no, uh-uh, please don't yeah. come in here again. We'll discuss it when we're ready. Mish, thank you. Just because they dated, you know, I mean, that's fine. Drag queens date each other. Have All you ever dated a drag queen? All the time. I know uh, you haven't. I haven't dated one. I've definitely fucked one. Oh. Um, uh, I fucked your Give whole career. <laughs> Give us a name. Um, there, Can I? I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, I can't say the name. Why it's too hard to pronounce? No, out of discretion. Oh. Discretionary discretionary measures and spending. You you have always practiced such discretion with your dalliance sales. <laughs> Lucy is uh, <laughs> why is there so much butt ass and shit talk already in this podcast? Sorry. I'm really afraid that Pavlovian I I'm having like a stomach problem right now and it's really bad and I'm I'm just trying to if I have to run off and take a break you'll know why Good God But anyway girl. Lucy Good is God, like girl, get a grip on your shits get a grip on your guts the 60s girl Lucy is see Lucy stools uh-huh. now I I mean this is just this Lucy is Lucy LaDuca, okay, Dookie, oh my god, everything <laughs> is reminding me shit, shit everywhere you look. <laughs> um, everywhere you look, there's a shit. Everywhere you look, there's a feces, okay. Before, uh, Lucy was coming in confident, uh, but now she's pissed off, and when Lucy LaDuca is pissed, she works even harder, and you know what pissed is? It's a friend of shit. Okay, well, the next day... RuPaul comes in the door and says, hello, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. Everybody line up. And then she says, line up. Now make it wink. No, she actually says, D- oh. did you know that in the United States, three quarters of adults believe in heaven? But what heaven looks like is anyone's guess. And that's Ru setting up the maxi challenge, which is the queen selling their vision of the afterlife, which they have to write, called the queer after. And they're going to work in oh. three teams, and they're responsible for every devilish detail. And they must do it like an infomercial. Yes. Uh, you know, heaven. Heaven is a place on earth. Yeah. Ghosts get scattered in the corner, girls. Split he- up into three. Yeah. Heaven is a place. Magic is a state of mind. Uh, Anitra 
won the challenge last week, so she'll be team one. Amethyst won the lip sync, so she'll be team two. And then there'll be the leftover team. Shady, shady witch. I mean, any anything they named that team was going to sound bad. The residual team. The leftover team. There's so many things. The, the pork choppians. The bronzes. Were you surprised by Bronze the statistic beauties. that led to this maxi challenge that three quarters of the population believe in heaven? No, people want to see their old dead pets again, and that's why they believe in heaven. I get it. Yeah. I like the idea of it, but I don't ever think that I've sat down to do the math on whether I actually believe in it. I think it makes death a, a little less scary. Right. To be like, well, you know, something something great will, is out there. The great queer after. Yeah. I'm down. I mean, there's a bottle. Um Lo- <laughs> Anitra chooses Luxamillion. Mm-hmm. You know how the girl. That's how she calls her. Luxamillion. That's what. <laughs> it, okay. And then she chooses Sasha, Estides, and Marsha. Yeah. And Rue eviscerates Marsha when she says, "Maybe you can learn her some false eyelashes." Wow. RuPaul said, "You dumb little girl, coming here with no eye, no hair on your eyeballs." Wow, she, she's like really hates that shit. So, in your opinion, just off of that comment, Marsha's not going to win this season. <laughs> That's my. Well, what opinion. if she had a huge transformation? What if RuPaul she, like, is not going to let some girl what with a bandaid on her nose hating like fucking Bianca Del Rio, honey? Just like oh, she'd God. probably look crazy. I don't know. I mean, when girls with tiny little petite faces, you know, like Ty Olsen. Like, her face is real pretty and petite. She doesn't need a lot, you know? Everything's in the right spot, like Courtney. Yeah. Very that. Like, if it's in the right spot and it's pretty, you don't need the paint. Well, all you really need is eyelashes. I bet if she just wore a bigger lash, the judges would have no umbrage. They'd be like, oh, she painted hard. I know, because a lash really does so much of the work. It really does. Um, Amethyst is doing the next bit of work and choosing. And I know some girls out there think, oh, look, I look so good. I don't, I'm not even going to put on lashes tonight. I mm-hmm. look so good. Always do it. Even if you think you look perfect in the mirror, because the second you turn to the side, your eyelash, your eyes look bald. And girls, please also wear mascara under your false lashes. Put on mascara before you put on your lashes, because <laughs> we can see those dusty eyelashes in your pictures because we see a big black lash then your dusty lash and then the red eye you're gonna get a lot of black lash for this comment i hate you (laughs) 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 Uh, amethyst chooses lucy aura aura spice and princess papina who says sorry losers (laughs) and rupaul says those words may come back to haunt you which and is so which is so funny because as soon as she said that, RuPaul got in her earpiece. Yeah, she's lip syncing tonight. Syndrome. <laughs> Honestly, uh, team three is by default Malaysia Baby Doll Fox. Mal- uh, Mistress Isabel Brooks. Mistress Isabel Brooks. Robin, Jax, and Sugar. Sugar! I think yes. that if I were to be on a team, I would want to be on any team that Sasha is on. So... Well, and that casting is easy. You put Sasha in the god role. Hello, goodbye. There's your sketch. God of the Trons. Sasha says it. And um, 
in her interview moment, she says she feels like her legacy is a double-edged sword. So much is expected from her, so there's a lot of pressure. Sure. I definitely, I understand that. It's it's hard I'm being sure a superstar of the that. world. <laughs> Coming in yeah. with a name. Amethyst is intimidated by the ideas on her team, and she can't seem to be getting a word in edgewise with the girls. When you go to a drag race or any reality <laughs> show, and you're around a bunch of people with really big fucking personalities... Sometimes you, it's a very um, arresting feeling to feel suddenly like, oh my God, no one wants to hear what I have to say. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, it like, it can really make you spiral like that. Well, what the fuck did she think this was a mime competition? Did she not know that drag queens were going to be loud and it was going to be hard to get a words wide edgewind without a shoehorn? You know what? Speak up for yourself, girl, because words, it's... words wide edgewind. <laughs> yep, you know these pain pills are still kicking, honey. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing any poppers though because I apparently triggered someone um, who tuned into the podcast not knowing that there would be drug use and illicit materials. I really triggered her. I'm very sorry about that too. Are you um, serious? No, I'm not actually sorry, but someone did write that. So it's our job to step around the <laughs> poppers' uh, triggers. <laughs> do we have to put a Do we have to put a trigger warning at the beginning of every episode saying we will be talking about drugs? Because I think there hasn't been a single episode where we haven't talked about poppers, drugs, cough. I love Crystal. Um, <laughs> doing lines off of Detox's nails, like this is literally. This is a this should be in the subcategory of drugs this podcast. How would someone even talk, speak to a drag queen without um <laughs> without I mean it's how we say good morning. <laughs> uh, I'm acting. I'm sorry if I'm sorry if it gets you together if you can't but I just I just don't recommend listening if you can, like if that is going to be a problem because we can't we can't even edit around it because there'd be nothing left. There's so many We'd be like, hello, hello. Nothing left. Said your, col- said your you colon. Forever Dog Productions and produced by Joe Cilio. over. It'll be over. It'll be over, honey. And we are over right now. We're going to take our first break. Let's take a break. This is not a break for me to expel my bowels. I actually feel fine right now. So I think <laughs> we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, 
Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash DRAG. Sugar is offering lots of ideas and Jax is not having it. She literally puts hands on her and moves her to the end of the group huddle and the taker and remover the crazy thing is sugar allows this to be done which is just so dumb i don't understand how sugar can have all the success that they have outside in the real world and then in rupaul's drag race feel like so insignificant enough that their ideas aren't even worthy of being heard but no maybe, maybe it's just because she's away from spice and they're so reliant on each other. Or they're so used to it, you know? Like, you could tell they never got ready for drag anywhere but their house. By the way, it took them five hours to get ready the week before. Yeah. And she said it untucked. She was like, if I would have pressed the issue and had an argument right then and there, it would have combusted the entire dynamic of the group and She's nothing right. would have gotten done. And then the group would have suffered. So she put the good of the group ahead of her own like being offended or moted or like surprised by that oh that was on untucked right i yes. watched that sure you did good doll. show i did sure you did <laughs> i did uh, real friends of weho as well um oh i missed that i haven't seen that yet it hasn't premiered yet and oh, also something something i've noticed this episode is kind of how some of the girl, like uh, even Sasha Colby is like, she's like, I'm not saying nothing. I'm going to let all of you girls. You have so much to say, mm-hmm. but it's not what you say. It's what, what you, you do. do, mama. I think that Sasha is smart for doing that. She did that the first challenge too. She, she just sat back and said, what mother had learned is that the children will make a mess and then I got to come in and clean it up because she did. Yeah. She was like, honestly, the best part of the episode. She was the funniest part. She was the part that made RuPaul pee herself. Yeah. And I think what it is, a lot of it is just that great smile and that hair, that brown. Who does not love a good Jennifer Gray wig? I love <laughs> Jennifer it. Jennifer Gray. Is I, that a glam and go? I love a big curly wig. You know I love a big curly wig. I know I'm, you I'm do. looking you at about eight one. million of them. I do. It's I need kind that. of a Streisand. I love it. It's so good. It's kind of a Streisand Star is Born almost to me. Uh, she had a her hers was a frazzle perm in that. This is a little more it was of a, a little rounded tighter curl. curl. But yeah. um, speaking of tight curls, uh, <laughs> spicy and loose. Oh, Lucy Spicy and Spice. And <laughs> Lucifer and Spiceums. Uh, they're clocking sugar feeling sad across the room. Oh, poor little sugar all sad. <laughs> Girl, she'll be okay. <laughs> she'll be fine. Um, which brings us to, she you know. $20,000 a post on TikTok. I <laughs> think she's going to make it. I think she's going to be all right. <laughs> I really think that these episodes are already starting to show signs of... Um, 
decrease in quality because like everything's what? so much shorter <laughs> because episode two. I know, but they're not 90 minutes no more. Oh, you're feeling the shortness of the yeah, episode. Because oh, it went well, from like girl, two you know it. Two separate beats of preparing into doing it. Like didn't show them getting made up, didn't show like there's so little room for anything. It's like a clips package of a 48 mm. hour show because they don't show much. And yeah, it's Michelle, like a remix. But Michelle's directing, so you don't need to see much anyway. Okay. Up first is the leftovers team. And, and this <laughs> Michelle is, utters under her breath. Okay, okay this, this is, is not, not going to be great. great. So is that what? the kind of director you want to work with? What a shitty thing to say to some people <laughs> that are coming onto your stage for them to hear later when they watch the episode back. <laughs> it's like Michelle pretends to be this motherly, she, maternal um, what was she Earth woman. That on, though? Was she, she just ba- was, she's was basing, it the looks or was it like I think she's basing it off of what she knows of the people that were entering the room and what she probably knows that they were the leftover cast. Maybe she was just making a judgment based on that. And it's a, you know, it's a dramatic opportunity to downplay the leftovers at first. And then, you know, possibly they succeed. But anytime Michelle goes in with the like, I'm mother, I mother girl. This is an example of her being her true self. This is Michelle Visage right there. Bitch, I'll use her government. This is Michelle bleep. Okay. It is. It is. You know, people reveal themselves when, you know, when they're alone and left to their own. Oh, this isn't going to be great. She was mic'd and on a camera downstage. She was not alone. (laughs) She was was performing for a TV show. She was. (laughs) Um, Uh, um, So can we look at the looks or? Look we don't have time. Looks. So you see now that the now that the episodes are only 40 minutes long, our episodes can only be 15 minutes long. So we have to really Well, thank you for listening. Thank you. We're going to uh, take our last break now. This has been great. <laughs> no. Um, our episodes he's... are going to be longer than drag race. That's right. That's right, honey. That's our claim to fame, honey. Less foibles, less uh scuttlebutt there's so much less to for us to review with only an hour of programming or 40 minutes actually but we can talk about this leftover teams various looks uh you see cat suits you see uh scooty gowns that cover one's feet you see malaysia baby doll fox is in a a toga that's kind of heavenly but also there's a black shirt under it um it's an interesting choice it is and it is a choice uh, i think that a lot of the girls look lovely uh but yeah there, it so seems everything's like, better it seems like once we see what characters they're playing maybe this will make a little more sense and a cat suit always makes sense so <laughs> does it yeah it's drag just put your cat suit on i am a, i am drag queen I am. I, I wear a cat suit. I am queen drag. <laughs> anyway, Team Anitra gets in there, and yeah, they all look business casual slash hooker, which works. Um, 
Selena, yeah, everyone's dressed for their own character. It's not like they had to come out and look like Danity Kane or like, you know, like they, they kind of do look like Danity Kane. <laughs> <laughs> now that you think about it, they're Shannon right there. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, uh, the the second team doesn't look as terrified coming onto set as the first team. They're all smiling, happy to be there, ready and confident. They know they have Sasha Colby on their team. I think yeah, that's babe. the thing. That's the that's the that's currency right there. Well, Michelle is lighting a fire under Sasha, and she's like, "I know you can do it better than that." After <laughs> her first line, so then she starts, um, like sort of flubbing on her lines, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, a moment of vulnerability from the untouchable icon. <gasps> oh my gosh! I mean, if this kind of flubbery keeps continuing, I don't ever see her in another Brad Hammer video ever. Like, she's not going to get the big gigs anymore. But look at those gloves, honey. Those why gloves. Why gold velvet gloves in her confessional? I'm obsessed. You know why? Because she borrowed them from me. <laughs> I, 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 Honey, it's iconic. They're great. This is what icons are made of. The Black Majesty gloves. They're wonderful. Um, I think that the next group that comes on decided they were going to do a pastel slash pertin pink Pastel Dipsy Princess. Uh-huh. It's very that. Uh, is this spice or sugar? I can't tell. And I can't tell. It's spice. spice she has dark hair. Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, yeah, Princess Poppy's there. Lucy Laduca. They're they look really pretty. This group. Yeah, they do look really pretty. They're doing like a yeah. sit down moment. It doesn't feel like the Writers Guild was involved. Then that's the most I'll say because I'm practicing my kindness. How many you could have a mimosa in a mimosa? <laughs> Cut. So the comedy is you're you're in a mimosa? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why aren't they swimming or wearing snorkel equipment? I. They're underwater. I'm not. I'm not super sure of why the concept was put on paper anyway. It's not that funny. It's I it's get a, it, but if you committed to it harder, I think it would have been better. I mean, it's quippy. Like you could lay on the green screen and and like make swimming motions, and then they could like edit you swimming across the thing. Like that's uh, that actually has the potential to be really funny. But they were just like sitting there, like, "Hey, what's up?" That's funny. Thank you. You know, but what they did was not. Um, and amethyst, not not even knowing how to do a spit take. Should I poke my head back out? Well, yeah, bitch. That's how it would be funny. Figure it out, girl. She's down on her knees, sucking a banana, and then she flops on the ground. And basically, it was a flop. Don't eat food on an acting challenge. People don't like it's. I uh, they don't like a distraction. It never works. A distractionary food prop. I had a Twizzler in my hand for something, and the casting director screamed at me. Once it never works. And then, especially if you're shooting like a scene like this, like you have to keep renewing it because if you take one bite for continuity, you have to like go get a new one. Like it becomes just a show about a banana, and that's not what you want. Mm-mm. This is a show about a banana. <laughs> Unless it's, it's a ch- podcast, a Channel a One production. About, it's uh. a show about a banana. <laughs> and where where my banana go? <laughs> <laughs> we 
Where my dealing go? All the place want to know where my dealing go. I love that song. It's good. They should do uh, a ballad of it. Totally. <laughs> we hear from S. Titties for the first time this episode saying, it's a new day in the workroom. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with this many queens and this short of an episode, some girls don't get a whole ton of spotlight. Apparently some girls don't get any spotlight. They were saying online in between, um, wow, in between Irene and and Orion's story going at it on Twitter. A lot of the girls were saying that, Why were they going at it? Oh, because Ross goes, they had a they had a party where Scuttlebutt ensued, where Princess Poppy and Irene were talking about uh, Orion's story, and they said something. Princess Poppy's was kind of like, Okay, funny, but Irene's was like, If if you didn't know the girl, you shouldn't talk about her like that way. She said something about like her not being busy or whatever. And it's just like, A, that's shitty. B, you went home in one episode. She went home at least third or something. So first out girls shouldn't talk to third out girls like that. But it went on and on and on. And Orion saw saw it and then mentioned on Twitter. And they were going back and forth. I told her to come on Hot Goss. And she declined. But... um. I think that it's just some of these girls are not being very nice about their uh, seasoned sisters, and it's showing. And by that, I mean Irene. Well, they're not even on the same season as Orion's story. Like, why are you bringing up? They were just talking. Why is she in it? Why is she part of it now? Exactly. Leave her the fuck out. Leave her name out of your mouth. Uh I I think that I think. I think people want to be Bianca Del Rio sometimes. They really, they really, really do. It's easy to walk a fine line of actually offending people when you're just like, well, everyone is up for grabs and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to talk shit about everybody. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if you don't, if you don't know the person, it's really hard to be like, yeah, ha ha, you, you, you know, it it just seems like really like out of, out of pocket. I mean, the only people that you have carte blanche for kind of are Mimi and Sherry. Those you're allowed to if you don't know them, but still, it's still mean. Why do I want Bianca came from Mimi on first on the pit stop, and they bleeped her name. Good. She who shan't be spoken. Why? Again? Because nobody likes her, and she's a terrible person to tour with. She's mean to Lady... Anyone who's mean to Lady unfair. Bunny. She's mean to Lady Bunny. Come nice on. to the elderly. Exactly. How could you be mean to Lady Bunny? Tell her to get in her bunk. She shouldn't be sleeping in the common area. It's like, shut the fuck up, Mimi. Get in your bunk. I just hate working with Mimi. And a lot of people do. So I I find her universally panned. She's a great writer, though. I don't think anyone is universally panned. I don't think that's even Well, baby, if she could... You know what? She probably can't fit in a pan, so I'll say universally crockpotted. Okay. Which is sizes, so I can't say that either. Fuck, it's no fun to be a drag queen anymore. You have to be so nice. Well, the twins get to connect again about doing their makeup, which is a wonderful thing. Well, they don't have to worry about airtime, do they? No, they don't. Because I'm starting to think they kind of look alike. Has anyone noticed? Wait, it's like they share DNA. It's crazy. Has anyone no- uh, you and I shared DNA that one time, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the- <laughs> but you know it was vegas and you know he was you know 
he was... Your brother. <laughs> Ew! Uh... <laughs> um, Jax is venting to the other team about writing the entire outline and script herself. And she thinks she did a good job, but her character was more physical than it was vocal. And I think she took the job she wanted because other people were trying to to write, but she physically moved them. She wasn't... Right. Open, I don't think... I think they really want to portray her as not being open to others' input, which was clearly how they edited it. So I wonder if that's actually how it happened, too. It's hard because it's... it's, it's um... It's definitely hard to, it, this is a writing challenge. And so if the writing isn't strong, then the edit won't be strong. Or if they just want to fuck you up, they'll make your edit really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> I mean, Which is very easy to do. Here's one of the shitty edit things. Irene said that her cha- her performance in the talent show, they halfway through changed the music out and put in the crickets and everything. But I was like, girl, why don't you do the sh- do it again? With your actual backing track, and then we'll see if we think it's funny then. Because she's probably going to do it for the rest of her career, and I think she should. Because I mean, I would be on my feet screaming if if she came out and did that. And I, I think she should make it twenty minutes long. I would feel insulted and fucking duped if I paid to get in a club and a girl went on stage and poured water while a bunch of other girls did their mega mixes to make it's art. A- it it is art, but it's subjective, and I don't. That's not the kind of art that I want to have to pay for. A girl to pour Drag fucking water on is stage. Art and art is subjective. Sometimes the purpose of art is to piss you off. It's not always just to be like, oh yeah, nod your head. And well, like, I'm yeah. fine. Sometimes it is. Sometimes I'm, that's great. I'm fine with being challenged in my thought process with art and everything. But if I'm paying for a drag show, I don't want to have to th- watch a girl pour fucking water. And think that that's okay that I paid for that. We get it. It was supposed to be ironic and funny. Willow Pill did like this weird deft kind of maneuver where she did something so funny that looked like she wasn't caring or trying. Yet it was probably really well thought out. Irene's sounded like a really funny idea. Like I'm going to get on Drag Race and pour a fucking cup of water. It's a funny thing to say. But in the actual execution, her blaming the editors and then not actually doing it and saying this is what I did. And letting us judge for ourselves is kind of like one of those things where I'm just less interested now. Even I definitely don't want to see her do it in a club. I want well, to see. I will her... buy us tickets to go see her if she ever does it, and then we can decide. If she does, I'm calling the water company and I'm getting all the faucets shut off because that bitch better do something worth her dollars for being in that club, other than pour water. Anyway, and by bitch, I mean uh... my sister, my very dear sister. We get some pretty touching mirror chats. A Davenport would never pour water. Okay. Well, she's a Dubois. Um, Malaysia is sharing um, about her religious and Baptist upbringing. Mm -hmm. And and she battled with her queerness for a very long time. Um, She's crying. This is the tears that they want during mirror chats because these are the stories that are actually inspirational. And are actually educational to the to the viewership out there. It's mm-hmm. like it's not all just like fun and feathers and and rhinestones and glamour. It's like it can be really fucking shitty out there to be a young queer person especially if you're doing drag. So I love that we're sharing this. Um she was scared that she was going to be seen as a hypocrite because she goes to church but is also gay. But her family's amazing and encouraging and accepting of her. 
And Mistress yeah. has a similar story, um, but she's Mistress. Was she the one that was crying without her foundation on? She was just she was doing eye cry with just her eye makeup, or was that I don't Malaysia? Remember. One of them was crying with a full face. Oh, Mistress. Yeah, Mistress did the cry in just the eye, so her foundation wasn't tear streaked, but. <laughs> Malaysia had tears running straight through those cooking powders. So, um, and also Sasha Colby looks like all of a sudden like Sasha's in her, the shot. <laughs> she has her cook bars on and her eyes, so she looks like a sleep paralysis demon and like a fucking like a stocking cap. Mm-hmm. I mean, a gorgeous sleep paralysis demon. Marsha Marsha's in the back all of a sudden <clears> too, <throat> looking like um, Blair Saint Air. Uh, Blair Saint No Hair. Uh, I love turnabout night at Mickey's. You know, when the, they let the bartenders do the drag. Oh, yeah, me too. It's one of my That's favorite so nights. so rude. I don't really think she looks like that. She's in, in mid-process of doing her makeup. She looks gorgeous. She's a gorgeous young person. Um, the, the half-baked... Do you know what I'm talking about? The turnabout night at WeHo. Oh, yes, bitch. I know. What? It's the one where every bartender texts every drag queen to say, Hey, can I borrow this hair? I'll treat oh, it really baby. good, I promise. No drag queen is safe from getting booked that that weekend because every bartender in WeHo, Will you they, it's me, like baby? a contest. It's like a competition. So they all want to be painted by the best. They mm-hmm. all want to look the best. They all want to borrow the best drag. And all of the drag comes back <laughs> disheveled and Mangled. destroyed, I'm sure. <laughs> um, this... One of the Sorry, go poignant ahead. things I just I thought was so, so poignant is when Mistress said, Imagine to have your first bully be your family. Girl. Sounds so intense, but when you think about it, a lot of people have that experience because growing up so young and even before you go to school and even before the kids on the schoolyard, but just saying, hey, don't walk like that. Oh, that's mm-hmm. not a toy for boys. Like that kind of stuff. A lot of Get people Get that out of your mouth. Experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, my nickname growing up from my mom was Pudge. Like, and that was mm-hmm. as young as I can remember because I was a big kid. And, like, my family was definitely my first bully, but they also, like, I got my mouth from somewhere. So they taught me how to do it, too, I think, unfortunately. Hi, Irene. <laughs> um, well, this is, a, this is a sharing moment, and this is how you win. Shares here? <laughs> <laughs> can we possibly bring it to the Runwe? This is my favorite RuPaul has ever looked. Oh my God. Classic golden Maryland statue. Mother does not have legs. And I don't want her to have legs on on flagship. Mother is. I don't want scoochie dresses. I don't want leotards. I don't want swimsuits. I want gown to the floor, mother. (laughs) I I love this look. I love this look too. Um, She looks so beautiful. She does. Mother looks beautiful. T.S. Madison, resplendent. And who else is there? Yes, T.S. Siana. Yeah, Maddie. Oop. Oh, my God. We love to see her there. She looks incredible. Obsessed. Um. So. Oh, and Maren Morris, the middle bitch. She's on the end, but she sings the middle. That's what I mean. Wait, what, what song does she do? Baby. Why don't you just stick it in a little? Oh, really? Uh-huh, her. Oh, that's a hit song. Zed featuring Maren Morris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's cool. But why is she on the end? They should have put her in the middle. That that right that joke writes itself. 
Never mind. Well, you know, I'm a dog, and I know I'm going to heaven because it's full of bones. Woof. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. What? That's what T.S. Madison said. Somebody call the Writers Guild. Okay. Bitch, she looks we beautiful. <laughs> I want to go roller skating with T.S. Madison in this look. Oh, I know. She looks so fierce. We could do a whole segment just about T.S. Madison's and her golden orbs. But... We're going to look at the girls on the runway and what they uh, what they choose to wear. Metallica. I, I guess I was... I watched In a Crowded Nightclub, and so I didn't hear what the theme was when I was first watching it. And then, you know, after a couple, you gather, oh, it's like metal or shiny. Shiny, but shiny fag stuff. If, if they were to say Metallica, I would think that all the girls would be doing like rock and roll, sort of like death metal. So the prompt that was given to the girls was, show us your metal. Mm-hmm. And they do. The first girl up, of course, is, oh, I thought it was Sasha. It's Anitra. She's wearing Car- Carrie Colby's promo shoes from last year. And uh, she looks is like. This, is that a wig or is that just like her day hair? It's wig. It's wigotry. Wigonometry. It's a Hillary Clinton wig. I live. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I think she looks great. It looks like the kind of girl that used to have long hair, but she waited too long to touch up her roots. And then she got a golden halo and then it all broke off. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm here for it. She looks like um, one of the three bad guys from Superman when the, <laughs> sure. when the villain from Priscilla Queen of the Desert was up in space instead of down on Earth. What's his name? Yeah. Zog. Seeing this close up, I like all the details. I love the shoe. I love this coat. I mm-hmm. mean, that is a good silver trench. Huh? Oh, yeah. Courtney that could ain't never. a gold, gold trench. Uh-uh. This is a trench coat, Courtney. This is a coat. <laughs> Yeah, she looks I great. really want that and piece. Baby, if she I don't hope... keep her fingers out of her mouth, it's COVID. She's licked her fingers at least 18, ah. 15 times this episode. She can't walk a runway without dipping her fingers in her mouth and then her pussy. They took down the bank teller windows. COVID is over, didn't you know? Oh, cool. Uh, that was quick. Um, yeah, so glad. Uh, no, I, lo- I, I love this. Sasha I... Colby looks like you ordered a bunch of knives from the sharper image and you just threw them in a drawer it's like ten thousand spoons when all you need is a knife <laughs> honey i'll take a spoonful of this because she looks oh wonderful she's an event wow like way to do it and this outfit was constructed by perry meek oh who, who God, already has an guys. emmy for drag race perry designed gaga's entrance outfit for drag race and won an emmy that season he is a well-known go-to for the industry for looks and Sasha looks great. She works her headpiece kind of like a bird at the end. I love the, the shoe, Mr. the Sizzle shoe ankle. <laughs> <laughs> the sh- Sorry. I love how bird-like this is and she embodies that in her character. Mm. I'm I'm just obsessed. I'm obsessed with the ankle detail. I, I love it all. She looks fucking hot. Fierce, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. 
Selena S. Selena S. Titties is giving me the kind of decoration you see at the bottom of a fish tank. What? It's just like the. It looks like it could be light up at the bottom of a fish tank. And RuPaul thinks Irene it's so du- funny. I need Irene Dubois to tweet where I get this look. That's what I need to do, she or her to do. This because. And then, okay, then she turns around. Because in the front, it looks like she has, like, a blunt bob. Then she turns around, and there seems to be a chain over 80 inches of hair. These are crystal extensions. So there's crystals in the back above where the hair starts. It's like crystal chandelier extensions. Girls have done it with zippers and safety pins before. Christina Aguilera, or no, Little Kim did it with a zipper at the VMAs in 2002 when she did Lady Marmalade, or 2001. It was like a zipper of hair. It's really cool. I love that Selena tried this, and she tried it. Um, but this is so absurd. This is um, it's based it's on. It's completely out of whack. It, but it works. And if RuPaul, instead of them cutting to her laughing, if they cut to RuPaul pursing her lips or just looking. This would have been deemed one of the worst, I think, drag race looks in the history of drag. <laughs> oh, I is don't. that too strong to say? No, because it's well made. I think it's too strong because it's well made. And well, of course, I mean, it's so funny and ridiculous. I love it. I would wear it. Actually, I might. I think you should. But I. But the. The reaction from the judges so informs the way it's received. Yeah, do you, do you know what it's based on? The it's uh, no no it's, no. You know the, she has the, a vase on her head. All the street lamps has, in front of Lacma. Yeah, that's what she got her idea from. I think all those street lamps, and then she said metal like the road signs. And then each of the streets have like a significance in her drag career. Mm-hmm. Olivera Street, Rodeo Drive, Estides Boulevard, Sixth Street. <laughs> All of them, yeah. <laughs> Girl, you know what Selena did with this look? She took it to the streets. <laughs> I love it, Selena. I think you look great. Uh, you know what? I, th- she has a strong light about her. Drag- <laughs> There's something alight about Selena Estides. You know, she this brings is a lightness what, to the runway. Sorry. This is what we talk about when we try to keep the girls off the pole. But here she is. She's <laughs> on the pole. Honey, Lux looks like a Looking little. Looking like a million bucks. It, a billion, baby. Because. Lux a million, honey. This is. I love this. Great. And she, the, she's got this weird flame thing on her ear that's just giving like gilded elf. But I don't mind it. It's just another spot to be shiny. Good for her for putting it on her ear. The nails are longer than her fingers. Yes. Every, I love this. Everything is I, perfect. I love the way it um, sits at the front. Because it's like very long in the back, but it's very short in the front. I usually sit in like, the back. I don't sit in the front. <laughs> it's sort of like... I love the draping of this. I love the pieces individually. She looks gorgeous. It moves... She's gorgeous. She could have called three day blinds, but she went with all this draping instead, and I appreciate it too. <laughs> is the runway really fast? Yes. The runway for each girl is less than 15 seconds now, where it used to be at least more than 20 to 25 for each girl. They gave the girls time. 
that's a little unfair to the girls because I know they work really hard. And they anytime do hard. they do one of those fast boot scooter runways, everybody is pissed. The queens, the designers, the audience. Because it's it it's the kind of the centerpiece of the show is the runway. Listen, they need us to be friends with the real friends of WeHo. Because they're trying to make this Friday night a destination night for television. So they're using their franchise that has the most success to backdoor these fake fags of of Friendville to the viewers' brains. That's what they're doing. And they're, they're sacrificing a little part of Drag Race in order to do it. And they know what they're doing. They don't care. They're here to make money. I think they might listen, though, because I know that Drag Race has the ability to edit episodes right up until it airs. Well, apparently they didn't know that it was going to happen until um, sooner than later. When they were filming it, they did not know that they were going to be Mm. our episodes instead of what they were. But there's a petition going around that has 15,000 signatures already for change.org. (laughs) Change.org. I think that we should okay. give the fake friends of WeHo a chance at least and watch it and then start trashing it even more. Because right now I can only trash it because they didn't cast me. And that's just bitter yeah. boots. I'd like to be able yeah. to cast it based on the horrible programming it actually also is too. Like the fact that right. they fired a guy for doing for having an OnlyFans. That's disgusting. Like like half of those people on the show don't have home movies anyway either. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Or maybe someone mm-hmm. else's home movies. I can't. Because one of the cast members... Never mind. That's revenge porn. Is it? Was it revenge? Never mind. Why don't we go ahead and talk about Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Let's. Martian, Martian, Martian. Who comes out in a gold bronze tin person ensemble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacey Lou Freebush. Stacey Lou Freebush playing the water glasses, also in the land of Oz, Tin Person, Rhinestone on the End of the Nose, Jiggly Caliente, uh, Bronze Age, Gilded Age. Christine Branson. What do we think? I think it is fine. I think like she, I think she really wants us to know how smart and cute and young she is. So she's doing it. She's doing all the things. And it's fine. Would I would would I cry if someone said this is the only outfit you have to wear tonight? <laughs> I would. But I I would wear it. It's fine. No, the line is fine. I what's think coming out that... of her head? Cotton? Is it supposed to be like smoke, like a chimney top? I don't get what's on her fucking head. We get that it's a a little funnel, like tin tin can. But where's her oil can? If she pulled an oil can out of her cunt, then it would have been funny and then started squirting oil. But until now, I'm just like, oh, look how cute. She didn't do anything for me. She's like, look, I'm walking like a robot. I'm tinny. I don't get it. It is meant to be smoke coming out of the funnel on her head, uh, which which kind of reads in the close. But from afar, it seems to be like a plume that's off to the side. What would you have and done for this? I think the issue here... Is just shoe? proportion. Oh. No, I think it's proportion. I think if the shoe was higher, the hair was slightly bigger, the skirt was slightly shorter, I think just little adjustments, and you would totally wear, fucking wear this. Like, the garment itself... With a belt and something else, but, like, the, the ugly gray tight with the flesh color arm doesn't work for me either. She should have gone all gray 
or just like more tin lady hooker and no gray tight because that gray tight is atrocious. I need to see that get up and walk the other way. If you're going to be the tin girl, just be detox on the fucking, you know, reunion and Hello? just go gray. I, that's exactly what... I don't know. They probably don't give them shit for time. It's probably not feasible. The tights resemble what happens to my tights after they've been washed 736 times. You they don't have anything that of, you've ever washed 700 times. I do. I do hang on to tights because they're sometimes hard to come by. And the bottom layers can sometimes turn that this gray, sort of yep. tortoise, gray, amorphous. Sallow. And was this meant to be, oh, they're supposed to be silver? Because they read like tights that just don't match her skin. I think this is the most airtime she'll ever get so far. So either way, okay. the tights are ugly. But I do, oh I do think God. the face is beautiful. <laughs> And no, she's a gorgeous young person. She deserves everything good in life. <laughs> she just doesn't deserve it today. I think that the shoe is horrendous also. <laughs> okay. Why don't we just take turns beating her in the face with a baseball <laughs> bat? <laughs> okay, Dorothy. Um, next, Let her be. Next up is Amethyst. And she has no panties on, yet she's <gasps> twirling her skirt panties up. Panties. Panties. <laughs> <laughs> she, you see a glimpse of cut of. Uh, <laughs> it will never not get me. The shoe for this, I get that she was trying to do something different and like Rococo Botticelli Venus with all the gold, but I'm not seeing it. <gasps> You see? Oh, it's pantyhoe pussy. Pantyhoe pussy, which is like the worst. You want to, and they showed it all the way up to the. And then you can see the little bit of her waist above the pantyhose where it's lighter. Just that little triangle, I think. How dare they do that? This is why. Put on some panties. Even when you think there's no chance of it showing in a million years, oh, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna show. It's not gonna show. Always wear. You'll always be glad that you did. I have never not worn panties other than when I take them off on stage and sell them to someone who's tipping. Like, I've never not. You have to wear panty girls. Um, this, the, the piece itself, the, um, gold cape. Gorge. I quite like. I love. The, the other outfit is some sort of online outfit because other girls were posting all of them and well it so is the cape it, the but cape they're from is Etsy. <gasps> the cape is beautiful i know they're great but is it Girl, giving is buy it, shit online who cares is it giving me metal i'm not saying online stuff is bad Gold i was just saying it's metal. not like one off it is but i don't see any metal i just see gold fabric i want to see some metal think- or metal wrong do you think she wore this hair because she was like, well, it's a Diana Ross song, so if I end up in the bottom, this is the hair. This is the, like, large, voluminous, bouncy. I mean, it's a very good, what's the word? Rationalization. Theory? Oh. Pennsylvania. I I just don't love this boot with gown. Yeah. It could have been a gold, you know, gladiator. Something. You know, something. Yeah, yeah, I think she wore a good shoe that she could dance in, though, because she knew she was lip syncing, probably. Yeah. Uh, the next girl, Princess Poppy. This isn't giving me metal. If someone said the category was metal and I saw this, I'd be like, Blue Girl? <laughs> this is a <laughs> Blue Girl? <laughs> that should be the runway theme. 
Blue girl. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and there's so few accessories where she could have metallicized it up more. Like robot blue hooker, robot metal hooker girl, cyborg metal hooker girl, blue girl. I it's just she could have really edged it up with some fucking metal like accessories like metal silver chains mm-hmm. or you know bracelets or gauntlets or the walk is something. right something no she looks gorgeous that cannot be denied you can't touch her mug her hair is absolutely stunning i love the piece as well yeah she but it's very when it's drag listen i never want to wear accessories either that's why I wear like one thing on this arm, one ring on this hand, uh-huh. and a simple earring. This is giving me uh, scooty little just dance leotard from up at Busy Bees on Hollywood Boulevard, though. Ooh, Busy, Busy Bees. Bees! Shout out, friend of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just wasn't giving me metal, metal, hard metal at all. Okay. Spice. Just giving me, uh, remember, spice has lies. This is giving me not metal, also. I mean, kind of a little with the, the hardware brackets where it looks like riveting, but I don't know. Show me your metal. Is there a difference between metal and metallic? Yes, metal is actually metal, and metallic just looks like it's metal or is metal. Metallic cannot, metallic isn't always metal, it can look metallic. You know what I mean? Like, metals are also metallic, though. Yeah. So what? (laughs) If they said, show me your metals, I would have worn something metal, like a full roll of aluminum foil or something cunty and stupid. Like, the girls aren't bringing the metal. They're bringing the four-way shiny stretch fabric or the... Mm. I don't know. Well, she looks cool. Is this Um, one Spice or Sugar? I love the... Who? who, who? This is Spice. Spice. Um, she has a dog, which I think is cute. Um, just give us another bit of story. Their hair is always so good. Those twins, their hair is so fucking sticky. The little bobbles, just to have the little movement up there. And they do their own hair too a lot. They're not completely useless. They're really great. No, not at all. And the delivery is funny. I mean, they always look put together. She looks really put together head to toe. Mm-hmm. Every detail is thought of. The toes are covered, too. Ora, ah, ah. Ora, ah, ah. What is this? Does this give you metal? Um, it gives me, it gives yeah. me Frisk Me Good, which is Selena's designer from her, uh, her promo outfit. Like all the cut up sneakers and weird shapes and stuff. Okay. It's not really giving me metal. Because, like, emerald's not a metal. It's a stone, if anything. I'm... But it's, like, gold. There's, like, that gold shield against her. Yeah. Her bosom. Oh, I get metal, honey. There are so many girls. <laughs> Where did they get all these drag girls. queens? Okay. All these cross trainers. Well, Oramayari looks really cool. She does. I think she It's very pretty. Rita Repulsa. Yeah, Rita Repulsa's like hot sister. Mm-hmm. Lucy LaDuca. Lucy LaDuca. Looks on. Tell me who chose the pink panty. I, I'm glad somebody did. Does it give me metal? Well, it's better than nothing. And I guess the underside of her metal details is sort of a fuchsia pink. But the panty caught me off guard. 
like a baboon. I think it should have just been like a gold, uh, like a gold shiny panty. Mm-hmm. But art is avant garde. You're just mad because you got brown off, panties. Off, <laughs> is off the. <laughs> Not fuck oh, yeah. fudge. Um, I I don't like. She looks so uncomfortable in this. Like, she doesn't look like she's having a good time in this outfit. She's moving robotically uh, on purpose. Oh, she's supposed to be a robot. Yes. And this does give metal to me. This looks robotic. It looks like armor. I love these pieces. I think they're fucking great. And I love her hair. I hate her hair. It's like Connecticut, like Stepford. I'm not... Like it, I'm. I'm. She's a Stepford robot wife, this, like like wife robot. Fucking Nicole Kidman. It's very Balakenwood, Miss Vita's family. But like that, she's she's Megan's mom. That hair, she's like a robot. I'm fine with this hair shape. It's just make it bigger. You're a drag queen. This looks like a petite little Betty Rubble haircut. I can't. Okay. I think it's Evangelista. Uh. uh Okay, Evangel, at least make it a little bigger. All right. Jax. Jax. Now, this is a metal reference I knew. Jax from, like, Mortal Kombat. Sure. Boom, done. Shoulders, Jax. Is it heavy on metal? Yeah, she's got metal arms. She has metal arms, like, which I quite like. I would have loved dog tags um, coming off the boots or something, too. Like, bringing some metal down to the boot and some interest down there because it's a lot of, you know... Yes, more attention to the boot would have taken it full head to toe because I really quite like the um, the elements that are happening at the top. I think she looks cool. I think it's a great reference. Yeah, I I, yeah. If she would have meddled up those boots a little bit, Robin Fierce coming straight out of the um... and tits. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Oh. Well, drag queens don't wear breasts anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. But no, just to, like, fam it up, because you are introducing this very masculine element of the arms, these big muscular robot arms. So, like, then do something that's, like, super femme femme with it. And I think that would be more interesting. Mm -hmm. Femulent. The the new album. (laughs) Femulent. The new album by the Real Friends of WeHo. Um, Robin... Fierce steps straight out of the design challenge season two. Morgan McMichaels <laughs> with a spear. Kylie Sony Glove. Warrior Woman. Fucking Gone with the Wind. Shangela in the in the um hair challenge. Sure. It's very that. Sure. With the braids. I love this hair. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's fucking pierced more times than your tank. <laughs> I mean, it I took is, that out uh, when I got lipo. It's not pierced anymore. <laughs> Um, the back, the back of the hair, you get a really good look at in Untucked. You see this, how one of the braids is like an updo moment too. It's really intricate and beautiful. Whoever did Robin's hair is uh, top top marks for me. Updo. <laughs> oh wow! Mistress Isabel Brooks is giving a gold event. Chain, 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 honey. She's dragging the chain. She's working the chain gang. She's broken the chains of love. Mm-hmm. Uh, break these chains. It's it's gold, and the I think I think it her is grabbing the chain it's makes stiff. it metal. Yes, it's stiff, which takes it to metal, and and that reads like metal to this, me. This and metal. yes, you're absolutely right. 
the addition of the chain brings the whole thing together and says, this isn't a gold challenge runway. This is hard metal, honey. I would have loved if instead of like just a chain, it was like attached to two bracelets and then it was like a, a chain train. Sure. But like, honestly, sure. she looks so... Chain, chain, <laughs> train. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she looks beautiful. And sugar, sugar... Sugar on the table. Sugar does the smart thing by putting actual metal in her hair where you can see metal all around her face, metal headphones, metal, metal. This is giving me more metal than sugar. Which one's the other one? Spice. This is giving me more metal than spice just because it's more silver instead of the teal, I think. And it's more successful in that regard for me. But I think the metal ponytails really give it metal, metal, metal. And the silver elements, like the shield on her breast, like the um, the little accents of the hard silver with the rivets, that reads as metal because mm-hmm. it's like with metal, that's how you affix it. You have to like rivet that shit with fucking screws. So she was very smart for doing that. And these like, are they chaps? Are they spats? Are they pants? Are they boots? I don't know what it is, but it makes me want to know more. And I quite love it. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing a Britney Spears headset. She's not lip syncing. Baby thinking about you keeps me up all night. Sing um, it! Don't go knocking on my door. <laughs> well, if you go knocking on my door, hopefully Malaysia Baby Doll Fox will peep through the peephole. <laughs> she looks so cute. It's not giving me anything metal because you know, <laughs> because these chains look so plastic. This is not metal. Oh. Um, it's giving like ice. It's giving me a winter's ball. Yeah, a nice, I, a nicey, icy winter's ball with some appliques. But Dipper, it's... Dipper, how dare Dipper? That you is said not ice. Dipper. <laughs> that is so tacky. We didn't say That's hot not... ice. That's not fucking cool, man. <laughs> Scuttlebutt. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. She looks beautiful. That you can't take away from her. No, you can't. You can't. Um, you can't negotiate on the beauty the beauty is there and i kind of don't mind that the back is completely like nothing it's 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 a wet seal dress you know how you if you get if you go into wet seal or forever 21 and you see like a cute sequin top exactly <laughs> charlotte Russe. um you see like the front of the shirt's all cute and then you turn it around and you're like oh they didn't do the back same thing right here they didn't do the back okay this looks well, like the United Nations of drag up here. Yeah. There are 477 drag queens on stage. RuPaul calls them out as safe, uh, and that'll take longer than this break. So why don't we take a break? So now... We get to see the infomercials. Uh, what did you think? I wanted less info, actually. Oh, more Marshall. <laughs> more Marshall. Um, Marshall. <laughs> I think that the team that we all thought was going to do great did great. And then the other two teams, Team Amethyst and Team Leftovers, if you watched Untucked, they weren't sure where they were. Some of them thought, oh, no, we were second best for sure. And the others were like, no, y'all were bottom. 
Y'all were booger bottom. Um, Which one was gutter buck? The gutter butts were... <laughs> the gutter butts were... It was not Team Anitra. I thought the gutter... Well, no. That was the clear winner to me, but... The oh, and butts. Dolly Parton was Team Amethyst. Yeah, Team so Amethyst that was, was really the middle funny. one. Yeah. That had like a surprise. That was like a really funny I hate to smart say it. choice. I hate to say it, but I think um Team Leftovers were the gutter butts. And maybe yes. we should just call it Team Gutterbutt instead of Team Leftover. That's less insulting because at least it's un- funny. Yeah, unfortunately. Um uh, Sugar was um the dead girl in the same way that Selena was the dead girl in team anitra and it's just it was night and day on what happened with it but sugar was actually the strongest one in her team i kind of think but without the team support there it just went nowhere and i think that was from a lack of writing and input from everybody that's what at least we would believe by what we've seen i thought it was funny um that they were like well you're going to just start calling us other queens from other seasons anyway, so let's get it out of the way right now. That's very funny and very smart and very referential of these girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, that worked, if you think of season seven with the, um, when the girls, oh, wait, no, I think they, when the girls dressed up like other girls... They did like I'm gonna be Bianca and I'm mm-hmm. gonna be Adore and I'm gonna be Courtney, but it was season seven. Mm-hmm. But that was the show made them do that. No, they didn't. They wrote that. They wrote it. It was their choice, and it was they had to write a parody of a RuPaul song, and it was Get Ready to Clock, and they like they like based it on Bianca Del Rio, and that actually did. I don't think that did work very well. It didn't. I was thinking that Ginger's team did that, but no, they didn't. They wrote a, they wrote a totally original song. Yeah. So it I think... Violet and Max and... And uh, Jaden, yes. right? And your season was when production made you dress up like the girls the previous season and reenact. Sure. You mean, yes. you mean the icons from the previous season? Sorry, yes, yeah, season four. <laughs> Uh, but when you write a skit, it is risky to be like, let's gather, let's use the sort of humor of the knowledge of other queens from other seasons, because then you're missing an opportunity to like establish what you're about and like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Skits got skunked. Uh, yeah. the judges have some things to say about some of the girls and the top... Well, the first the safe, the safe girls, girls are Anitra, Selena, Selena S. Titties, Marsha, 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 Spice, Aura, Robin Fierce, M.I.B., Sugar, Malaysia, Baby Doll Fox. Which leaves Sasha, Lux, Amethyst, Poppy, Lucy, and Jax up on stage. So based off of this, I'm thinking that... the top, Do they tell you who the top girls are? Or you have to figure it out. Well, I think, I mean, they're very clear with their sort of, I'm their not, input. I'm not, oh, the so Lucy's crack, in the top. Yeah. Miss Laducas. Laducums cracked the code, uh, along with Lux and Sasha, who are all top three. And Amethyst, Princess Poppy, and Jax are in the bottom. And they read, Miss Jax, they say, no pads, no cinching, this hair in the infomercial and this look. Why were you in the cat suit? Um, 
And she says that she wrote a majority of the commercial. And Rue was like, I don't remember your lines. What were your lines? And then Miss Jax says, well, well, other girls were going off. And, like, it really wouldn't have made sense for me to say my lines. So, like, it would have been crazy. So, I didn't. And it just feels like they're setting her up to be in the bottom for this one. I thought we were going to get to see the girl dance. And they they called her safe. But, um, yeah. Safe, I, I think, like, the note, having notes is better than, I forget you, which is what they told Princess Poppy. They told her she was lost in the commercial. And her runway look, totally. honestly, I don't think helped her that much. Because if she had a runway that was, like, giving, this was more right. getting. it could have giving. been, yeah. Getting critique. And T.S. Madison says, you're not giving what the other girls are giving, darling. I mean, she said it. Amira would tell her the same thing, though, honestly. We have the entire Amethyst nose saga happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I love your nose. I love your nose more, but I actually love her nose the most. You do? No, I think I love it more. There's like a whole scene about her nose, her nose contouring. Kakariku kaku. Mm -hmm. Nose. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, the safe girls are told are Lucy, Lux Noir, London, and Jax. Yes, they get to stand in the back with the other bitches, and Sasha Colby. Wins $5,000. And she says, I can pay for my fucking costumes. <laughs> Obsessed with her. I love her. Um, and the bottom girls are Amethyst and Princess Poppy. And the song is Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Diana uh -huh. Ross. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wait, any <laughs> Those are my favorite ad lib. What? What, Dipper? I was just going to say you didn't say anything about Sasha's judging. Because it was perfect. Okay. This is a Sasha Goldblum. No, they love the neck podcast. crack. Uh-huh. Sasha. And what about the bait and switch in the edit? What bait and switch? They were like, oh, she fucked up her line. She Michelle did fuck up her notes. line. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a switch. She fucked up her line. And then, but then Michelle said, you're a joy to direct, as if they shared some like beautiful process together. Michelle yeah. knows to get on Team Colby. Michelle knows that Sasha Colby is already more pop, pop, popular than Michelle Visage will ever be. Okay? <laughs> okay. What? Am I saying something I wrong? If is... someone said, do you want to hang out with Michelle or Sasha, who would you uh, pick? Remember, I just want to remind you, last week, you said you were going to try to be nicer. You said this was a new Willem. I'm turning over a new leaf. And here you are literally like going on a diatribe. Um, I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> anyway, the Here's the thing. thing. Facts. Facts are, if you had to hang out with one person over another, it would be, let me call up Sasha. Yeah, that's not the definition of what a fact is. I think anybody bro. listening to it's the like show would rather hang out with yeah. Sasha than Michelle. A fucking yeah, yeah, vegan, yeah. gluten-free harpy, or who doesn't drink or party, or Sasha fucking Colby. Give me the okay. Sasha. All right. Now, during the lip sync, a few notable things happened. Um... <laughs> Princess Poppy went down with the eliminated girls. They're the safe girls. And was girls. popping her pussy. Safe girls, yeah, not eliminated. They'll be eliminated oh. soon, though. Don't worry. <laughs> the eliminated girls. <laughs> no, the girls who are viewing. Yeah, I thought. I actually thought that Poppy did way more interesting things 
than amethyst amethyst was fine and serviceable but if one of them were to get my one dollar that was in my hand just for being doing something that i didn't expect it would be poppy because she surprised me and she treated it like it was just like you know she was up there to have fun but amethyst treated it like eight counting she was giving me eight counts in certain parts which well, is- when it comes to Diana Ross, I mean, I think RuPaul is very much like, you better keep it serious because that's you don't you don't make you don't make jokes. Yeah, that Ross. would be sacrilege to like to be in drag and to actually poke fun at something. <laughs> so I think Amethyst gave a more straight up sort of performance, whereas Princess Poppy was really trying to fuck shit up. I also could see in Princess Poppy's face this whole sort of time she was sort of like I know I'm going home and I don't care. Oh, she knew she was going home before because before she came out on this runway, she had said in Untucked that I would be fine going home, blah 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 blah. She basically signed her own death certificate and she knew yeah. she was going home, which is why I love that she actually had fun with it and she made the girls in the back smile and gave them a great shot. Like, who's the other one? Uh, Amethyst. Amethyst, I'm glad she was up there and they got her to cry again and how nice. But, like, it's it, it didn't give me anything that, like, her first lip sync gave me where I was like, yes, bitch, work. It had no work moment for me. It felt more like just employment, less work. Well, Princess Poppy flips everyone off. And then burps. It was so funny, the timing. Like, this girl, I want to see what she's doing in 10 years because she seems like a funny little cunt. She's very funny. On on the press tour, she she had some really funny, uh, funny tidbits. Oh. Were they Tamular in nature? Yeah. She said... I'm your worst favorite. I'm your least favorite drag queen's least favorite drag queen. <laughs> Sasha Colby said, I'm your favorite drag queen's favorite drag um, I love that the outline says, what did you think of the lip sync? Amethyst played it straight. Poppy tried some jokes. <laughs> she did. She tried some jokes. Um, in Untucked, there was much hubbub and scuttlebutt about um, Poppy saying she wa- she's ultimately fine if she went home. Uh, she just didn't want to yeah. go first, which I mean, I mean, fair enough. If that's your goal, that's fine. But then you should go. Then I like I fully, patently agree with the other girls who are like, no, you need to at least like cry and throw a fit if you're not gonna go. <laughs> See, I don't agree because I think that a lot of these girls are realistic enough to realize that when they're going there, they're probably not gonna win. That doesn't raise the stakes of the show, and that doesn't make the TV show better. That's also true, but so I don't recommend doing that. Sometimes it, it mean, does. When when a girl has less to lose, she can do more things because she doesn't care enough. Like look at everything, you know, that I did. I didn't give a fuck, and I made good TV without having to worry about winning because I was never going to be able to win. I do see your point, but I also think that like you don't have to want to win to go on a reality show to to do what you want to do. You didn't win. But when they told you we wanted more from you... I gave them more. You gave them more. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Poppy was willing to do that. No. I think she was like, well, fuck you guys. I was a girl that gave them this, and she was a girl that gave them... Nah. 
<laughs> with oh, with one pinky else? nail, just a pinky nail doing that. <laughs> um, Marin Morris apologizes on behalf of all country music. Thank she says you. They, they hate fags. I'm so sorry. She said, break out the wig. Break oh out the wig. <laughs> and the girls were like, that's a wag. That's a wag. You want wag? What's a wag? <laughs> um, we'll see you at Playgirl. Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser, Chaser uh, Courant this week as we have officially started our coverage of season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And I'm Willem Baby Doll Baby Doll uh, Skunk. And I'm. Um, I'm, I'm Alaska. <laughs> and we'd love for you to write a review of our podcast, Race Chaser and Hot Goss, on your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe. Please take a moment to leave us a rating, too. Actually, so if you've listened to the show for years, we love you. But if you haven't left a rating and a review, you should, um, because it actually algorithmically helps our show do better. It introduces us to more people. And uh, we want that. So, um, I don't know. Go do it. Yeah, the actuality of it all is, is honestly a huge metric thing to help us grow our show. If everyone left a review and everyone rated the show that they listened to, that would make a huge difference to us. With totally. two exclamation points, please. And you can sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. You get access to all of our mom shows ad-free and many of them a day early, plus exclusive bonus episodes and monthly video episodes of this here podcast, Race Race Chaser. Chaser. And like last week's episode, a full video experience of our beauty is waiting for you behind the paywall of Mom Plus. The beauty is aforementioned. Um, You can follow the dolls on Instagram and Twitter at Willem. At the only Alaska 5000, and our Race Chaser account is Race Chaser Pod, and our Mom Podcast Instagram and TikTok account is Mom Podcast. And email us at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. We will be back next week with more. <laughs> I think this one's having a breach. Um, with more discussion, dissection, and dissemination. <laughs> Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Paramount Media Networks, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and or copyright holders. M. Oh. M. Mom! To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000.